Hello, hello, and welcome to Baki Taki, Season 2, Episode 8, uh, the title of The Strongest. Uh, in this episode, we've got the thrilling conclusion to Yujiro vs. Kaokaku. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm lost for words on this one. But uh, to help me out, I've got a new guest, never before on the pod. It's Alex. Uh, thanks for having me on, Steve. I'm glad to know that I'm that you know I'm not the only one who's just as confused as on this episode. Uh, uh, and yeah, <laughs> some some episodes are a bit more self-contained, where I feel like you can go into it and sort of pick up what's going on. I didn't. This episode did not feel like that. I was I'm very interested in how you interpreted things. <laughs> we'll say I feel uh, privileged to be able to watch this because it seemed like this was. A, definitely a build-up episode or at least it feels like it's a turning point in the season mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and even like in the intro seeing watching the intro and being like oh uh them dedicating a good amount of time to this particular fight it's like oh i'm watching a very uh, important fight here it's gonna set the stage for the end go for like the end game i can imagine it really it really should be the season finale it's just that it wasn't long enough so the next four episodes are <laughs> just gonna be there but yeah th- this is the big climax of the season so um does it does it get any better or does it just kind of peter off after this like episode well this this episode was to determine the the best martial artists in china based on a once in a hundred year tournament um yeah the next arc is going to be about somebody trying to steal baki's girlfriend so the the stakes go down but um it's you know there's not just because something's bigger doesn't mean it's better um i guess not this great raitai tournament that is like they only do these every hundred years it's very secretive although the stadium size tells you not (laughs) it's secretive because i've never seen this building this like tower of pisa which is only used for martial arts competitions but i I had a feel i had a feeling it's the the chinese just rubbing it in because like wasn't this originally in like uh rome like ancient rome they came up with this idea and they're like well we can't get we're not as good as the chinese anymore and then they're just like yeah we're just gonna build a stadium like while we're at it now wait okay so I, i guess this leads into there's two questions i ask everybody um so first off what did you know about baki before listening to this episode not not that much uh like but you knew that I'm, the raitai came from ancient rome i like i was listening to your podcast oh you okay know. okay it's just like how did I'm you a pick this up Steve. Okay. <laughs> okay i don't know perfect. much about, i don't know much about the raitai like you like i'm not gonna lie i don't know all the characters oh no worries for sure. no worries but but like i guess i know enough about all right it's a grand tourney and ship fighting it's a uh, uh, and it uses twelve like twelve is like symbolic which you yeah know, in, and and hey it's uh it's January twelfth my birthday so uh, yeah congrats I, I, thank you I feel special yeah also yeah sorry I knew it's funny you because you, you I you've told me that you listen to the podcast and I so many people have said that and then I'll be like oh what do you think of this episode and they're like oh I listened to one episode so I've, I just sort of assumed people <laughs> listen to like one episode. But, but um, I, you, you're you're not wrong in like in the sense that I really don't know that much about Baki. Uh, I knew I know it's a like a very long running manga series. Like, isn't it like one of the top five like longest running? I think it's right sixth. Now? I think it's the sixth longest running manga. Hey, editor Steve, just checking in. Um, I got tired of how I've been regurgitating the same facts sort of half-heartedly based off of um, an old Google I did like a year ago. So I just wanted to set the record straight with some hard, concrete facts straight from Wikipedia. 
uh, Grappler Baki is the seventh longest running manga of all time based on number of volumes. It has 146 volumes that's been produced. Also, it was started in October of 1991, meaning that it's been around for over 30 years. Um, yeah. Fun fact, uh, it's one volume uh, short of tying the sixth place, which would mean that this... <laughs> My previous claim would be correct, depending on when you listen to this. Um, and also, the show in eighth place, or the, the comic, is uh, Kanikuman, uh, which is, some might know it as Ultimate Muscle uh, from Fox Kids. Anyway, the anime hasn't had as much success, but the, the manga's run for a long time. Um, you know. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then the other question I always ask people for the first time, just so the audience has a chance to get a bit of, to to know a bit about you, uh, what shows other than Baki are you currently watching? Uh, I recently just started watching What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, oh, that's supposed to be good. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's like the winter season. You know, starting off this year, everything still looks a little gloomy, so it's like a good excuse to watch something like that's a comedy. It's also uh it's also a toronto production too because a majority of it is shot in uh toronto oh i didn't know uh, with the film unions yeah oh interesting so this episode why don't why don't you walk me through like how does it start what were you thinking as the episode uh, started all right well it, it seems like they did like uh, uh there's like a recap obviously because you got yujiro talking about and i'm so sorry if i pronounce his name oh wrong. no worries uh uh, he's, he's like he's criticizing Shinori still being like yeah I mastered that art style but it's complete shit I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use it in this fight anymore <laughs> I just wanted to show you that I can use it relaxation Shaori you all can keep that ridiculous crap to yourselves it doesn't take long uh, him criticizing all other aspects of like you know mar you know fighting and yeah. then it immediately gets right into the fight between him and uh and uh, uh Kaio Kaku. Kaio Kaku, thank you. Yeah. Uh, which I really appreciate because I come from like the old school Dragon Ball Z uh, background of like, mm -hmm. oh, these are all cool fights, but there's, it's like every single fight is like five to ten episodes because they spend so much time with exposition and talking and. Yeah, and like trying really... to tie it into like a backstory or like you have like flashbacks yeah. in the fight. No, none of that. <laughs> Yeah, Not too but much no, this that. one, yeah, and this one was great because it really was like it really was a uh, it was it was a competition between strength versus technique. Like I was I was pretty impressed with the fighting. I didn't realize, yeah, like you bring it up in a couple of the podcasts. I just didn't realize it was going to be as bloody as it was. Like, uh, oh my god, yeah. So so for large portions of this fight, Yujiro just sort of stands there like a statue, and uh, Kaku punches him with bloody bloody fingers um and there's actually multiple shots of just blood like dissipating like like a cloud of blood just fading away all right full disclosure that's a fake sound effect sometimes this show is more of a visual medium but you get the point and honestly he did. I, I didn't even remember that because a lot of the episodes are much bloodier <laughs> The, the, at one point, and I thought it was a, I thought it was really awesome. You got Kaku who's absorbing one of these punches, mm -hmm. and during the momentum of uh, Yujiro's punch, he's spinning him like a dreidel, and in that spin, he kind of does like a counter kick, uh, right into uh, Yujiro. Technique is. 
nothing less than the antidote to fight it. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's a that's a creative way of fighting. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't teach that in those beginner classes. <laughs> no, they don't. Well, he is a he is 150, right? Yeah, a ridiculous number. Fifty thousand days, as he said. Which yeah, I did I did the math, and that's only 136. It was actually sort of funny. I felt like the translators were a bit embarrassed of the fact that he was 140, and so they kept just saying he's been doing it for 100 years to, like, sort of make it seem a bit more believable. <laughs> but... I don't get how, how is that even... Like, he's the oldest person to exist, and apparently he only managed to be this old by achieving, I guess, the highest status of being a martial, martial arts. artist. <laughs> when you, like, when you, you die, know. it's because you left the path of martial arts. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, which you know that's gonna lead right into like the ultimate self-defense technique, which uh, you know had me on the floor laughing. Oh, that's one of <laughs> that's one of the best moments. But yeah, so b- before the ending though, so Baki, I think this this was what I was thinking the whole episode is that any other show, if you have the world's buffest guy fighting at a hundred and fifty year old man, the hundred and fifty year old man will win, and the point is that it's like don't judge a book by its cover or like you know age beats strength or something or wisdom um he he, he at one point tells you is like oh yeah you're you definitely have the strength but your weakness is your uh is your ego something along those lines right yeah yeah but imagine being in the audience watching the world's strongest man just beat up somebody older than your great-grandparents i feel like you have to call the police at some point that's the Yuji Rahanma I know. Look, Baki, I know you're proud of your dad, but the man getting knocked down is over 100 years old, you know. He would he would get automatically canceled. Like his reputation would just be gone. Like he could be the strongest man in the world, but he's beating an old man to death. But like I don't know. There's a lot that says about this fight. I'm not gonna lie. The way it was like. The way it ended was something I wasn't expecting, and, and I got to give Yujiro like yeah, as much as he was talking crap about uh, the Shinori technique, Shaori. I guess it's we, the Shaori. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that he was able to quickly pick up on it and was like, oh, I think I know how to defeat the old man because then he starts slamming him to the wall with his punches and kicks, and it's and uh, Kaku can't use the Shaori technique to kind of bounce back from it. No, it's 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 uh it's great. I Yujiro is such a captivating villain. Like oh, he yeah. is he's he's so physically intimidating and I don't know, he's just sort of an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. His his line about I know how to do showery and I'm never doing it again. Like there's no reason for that except to piss people off. I hate all these people. I don't like my son. I spy on him when he's sleeping with his girl. Yeah. Caused the genocide of a bunch of uh, Yeti-like people. <laughs> the weird, the weird, piling up. Yeah. And the weirdest thing about Yujiro is like, or the Yujiro Baki stuff is for this whole fight, Baki's like on his side. Like he's like, "That's the dad I know. You go get him, pops." And it's it's yeah. like, where did this come from? Do you just hate the Chinese this much? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe he's just trying to win his father's affection that he never had all these years. Because he's like, he's also like, Yujiro's got sons. Like, he's got a couple other kids, right? He's, he's got, got uh, he's got one other one, Jack. He's Hammer. got one, uh, Jack Hammer, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like, I guess he's trying to 
see that approval. But it also leads into like the ending of this episode, which I think is the turning point for the season, mm -hmm. uh, which, mm -hmm. you know, feels like it's building up towards anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. It's funny, like, yeah, this fight is just sort of like its own little thing that the rest, like, the, the Grand Rai time was a big thing, but at the end of the day, it's Baki's show, and this is just a fight between his dad and a 150-year-old Chinese dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, the fights, uh, at the beginning of the episode, Yujiro's definitely on the, um, pressing his advantage, um, although Kaiokaku starts getting some good hits back in there eventually. Um, that is until... This is the first time I think in this show that it's come up. Uh, Yujiro rips the back of his shirt just purely with his muscles, and yeah. his demon back is finally revealed. Now, Kizer, time for you and me to have some fun. Incredible. Look at the muscles on his back. They look like the face of a demon. So, oh, what, yeah. what did you think about his very muscular back? Uh, the first thing that went to my mind is like, I gotta know Yujiro's uh, workout regimen. Uh, like, I got, I gotta get a demon back like that myself. <laughs> Just like it's, it's a bit, it's a bit ridiculous for sure. Uh, but like, I don't know, like the way this guy, he he almost reminds me of Akuma, you know, from Street Fighter. This like demonic fighter. Like, oh yeah. Has yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. Like the red hair, red eyes, like almost the like black kind of. Uh, uh, Ujiro looks like and poses like he's in a game of Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. and it's like you know I think it fits the guy's motif because like you know he's supposed to be an intimidating force. He's supposed to be like he is supposed to be the villain of the series, right? Or at least mm -hmm. the closest thing to a villain. Yeah. But when the way this particular fight scene concludes. Uh, and even yeah, even throughout the fight, it's like he's proving himself for sure. Like yeah, he lives up to that demon uh, reputation. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I just want to I want to give a little history on the demon back. Um, okay. Because do. so unfortunately, you can't go to the gym and get the demon back. Um, it's Not actually demon. a genetic mutation that the the Hanma lion has, where they have extra muscles in their back um, so, that makes them... so this Baki. Does Baki have this as well? Yeah, and so this is the fun thing. The The previous arc before this anime started, uh, it ended with Jack versus Baki. Um, and Baki won by finally utilizing his demon back. Um, and then he hasn't used it for the last 30 episodes. He hasn't even talked about it. <laughs> Ooh, but yeah. Be... All right. So that's a, a, little, a little cheat code that the Hanma family has, is that they have stronger backs than... Um, like a mere mortal like you or I. Okay, but, and they also right. work out. Um, oh, if he didn't have the yeah. demon back, he'd also be way stronger than me. <laughs> just the workout regimen. Just, okay, Monday, legs and backs. Tuesday, chest and back. Wednesday, abs and back. Thursday, a little bit of yoga. Friday, yeah. nothing but back. It's good to get some stretching in. <laughs> hey, you got it. Hey, I mean, some of the fight moves are limber. And yeah, he, at one point in the fight, like you got uh, Kaku who's just like laying into him with everything he's got, and he's just standing there, just intimidating. You know, just flex. It's a real power move right there, letting your uh, opponent hit you and just feeling just completely unfazed by it. It's like, yep, yeah, keep keep bringing this. That's the best you got. The hell kind of fight is this? How is this martial arts? 
It's Kaio Emperor Kaku. So it has to be. Until yeah. he does, like, the slap heard around the world. <laughs> Raising both hands. And then just slamming Kaku's head. <laughs> uh, that was, what's, what's so funny is... Okay, so... I, I don't want to... Yeah, okay. I don't. I, I guess I'll have to spoil it, but yeah. So, Yujiro collapses and breaks both of Kaku's eardrums. And then he goes for the finishing move. Um, and he stops right before he hits him. And um, we find out that the reason he stopped is because Kaio Kaku died um, standing up in the middle there. Um, yeah. And according to the doctor who came out, he actually died of old age. Hmm. He died of old age. I would not okay. I would not believe that. Two seconds previously, the world's strongest man blew out his eardrums with one clap. Um, yeah. And the doctor's just like, hmm, yep, old age. <laughs> I thought so too. Um, and it, it's like, and just the way that goes. Uh, like you, you obviously you have Yujiro who's completely frustrated, like calling him out, you idiot, and all that. You, you absolute idiot! You bastard! And then it's like it's a it's I don't know if it's a, uh, a is it a pyrrhic victory for him? Does he win that match? I don't know if he um, technically wins. I don't. I don't think he won uh, because to quote uh, later in the episode, uh, this is another win for martial arts. Like. Martial arts has won. Well, I, I, I guess we're, I guess we're spoiling things, but um, it turns out that uh, dying uh, of old age is actually the most advanced martial arts move. <laughs> but, master, that's not the issue here. It's just, I mean, you're alive. How? <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah. Ah, he, yes. The self-defense of death. And he also points out you can use this in any scenario. Like, if you're playing badminton or like any sport, if you just die, you don't lose. <laughs> and his reasoning, at one point he says, if your opponent dies, then there could be no more game. And it's like, it's like, true, but then it's like, what a cop-out of a way. Like, I'm watching this and I'm like thinking, oh, it's like, oh, he, he technically maybe he did kill him. Is Yujiro going to have, like, is this going to be a moment where he actually takes into heart what Kaku says? Is he going to have, like, a turning point? Is this going to be where he's like, maybe strength isn't all that? But no, it turns into, like, a joke. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so Kaku dies. We get, I believe this is where we get eight different reaction shots of every person who was in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's just, like, freaking out at the fact. <laughs> I just... <clears throat> Seriously? I was gonna say, like, even like him explaining it to all the other like students and stuff like that, and <laughs> he, 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 he at least he was honest too. He's kind of like, you know, it's like, yeah, I had to get out of that match somehow, <laughs> and he's like, then he had a line that was like, oh, he did cheat, yeah. Well, he had two good lines. First, he said, "Fighting that man was like fighting a wild animal." And I should know, having fought many in my time. Which was a, a fun, humble brag. Um, of course. But he does go into, when, you know, sometimes I joke about, like, Baki lines. Like, I think, I, I'll say that I think they're really good and I, I'm being facetious. But I did really enjoy his lines about, um, 
martial arts being a form of cheating like that you know yes i i I pretend i i did die and i came back to life and that's you know that's martial arts that's cheating whatever i'm alive in any contest whether you're talking about sports or even fighting to the death if your opponent dies then there can be no more game which means there can be no defeat but but that's cheating. Yes, martial arts are just special techniques that are used to cheat. Insects and small animals often survive by faking their deaths if they decide they can't win a fight. So I suppose you can call that cheating as well. But because of it, they are able to survive. All of you. I fought against that wild and vicious beast, yet I'm still standing here. Also, yes, we should, just to be clear, because I don't know if we actually said it, he comes back to life a little bit later. Um, it's a martial arts thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very effective. It's a very uh, effective technique that he's managed to hone throughout these entire years. He's managed to make death a companion in the, in the, in the fighting ring. <laughs> Do you think he does that whenever he goes to bed? He just dies? Uh-huh. I, I'm like thinking to myself, it's like, then nobody is like, any any single fight that people like, I'm I'm thinking like, any single fight he does from the future from now on, people who know about this technique, they're going to be like, just seeing him die on the uh, on the ring, and then people are still wailing into him. It's like he's not dead. He's, he's still alive. Trust me, it's <laughs> the the next guy's just smashing into his skull. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. People are just horrified at this. It's like no, no, it's a technique he knows. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so great. Oh I will, man, I will. I do appreciate that at least he, you know, him and uh, Yujiro do have a talking where it's like, you know, he's like, you weren't expecting that, and then Yujiro's like, yeah, well, it would have looked good for me either way. Not only taking your title, but then brutally beating a man to death in the ring. I mean, that. Yeah. I mean, I already got a bad reputation. I don't want to be known for that as well. Yeah, they had a nice little chat. Um, the Kaku dis- bestows on Yujiro the title of Kaio Emperor, and Yujiro turns it down. Um, we also joke on the show that Yujiro always wears the same outfit, but in this scene, he's wearing a fun, like floral purple shirt, um, which. If oh, I yeah. if I'm not mistaken, it's the exact same one Mr. Oliver was wearing earlier, almost like he borrowed his shirt. But um, I I can't confirm that. He did rip his uh, he did rip his shirt off with that whole like demon back technique, and now he's just like probably gone back. It's like ah oh, crap, I don't have a spare. <laughs> Didn't want to get on the plane without a shirt. Um, no God no. But yeah, that that's the end of the Grand Rai Tai tournament. Uh, it took. eight episodes um it all took place over one day um and yeah 12 of china's greatest kaios four randos they also invited um competed in what was originally a bracket and then turned into a mini olympics um Mm. would would you have been happy if you bought tickets for this well like the comment comment and made the point that that last fight everyone left uh, contempt with the results yeah, I, that that felt like some real sh- tell not show. You know, you can't just yeah. say the audience was very happy. Like, and now the tournament has reached an end, but without a clear victor. However, as the spectators begin to depart and make their way back home, they seem to be completely content with the outcome. 
it also feels like I'm supposed to read this like I am the audience and that I am leaving this very happy. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. don't I, I don't know if I would have uh, like got tickets to such a thing, but uh, like I still, I still can't, con- like I still can't figure out how people, like an underground like organization, yet people are leaving by the droves, like they're leaving the Rogers Center. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they, like, rent that stadium out for, like, you know, just other stuff during the week. Because this, this tournament only happens, even if they just do the regular ride ties there, too. That's only every year. So. 150-year-old badminton tournament that they only host once, uh, like, every It's just Kaku playing himself, because there's no other 150-year-old. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, but... Hobbies. Yeah. Uh, that's how you live so long. Gotta keep the brain sharp. Um, but that's the end of the Riotai tournament. Uh, but it's not the end of the episode, because as I've said many times, uh, this is a direct adaptation of the manga, and the manga was not made for 22-minute increments. Show. So the show's pacing is always off. Uh, and we start the next arc in the middle of the Riotai's finale. There's not a lot that happens this episode. We mostly see Baki put on a cool like Rocky Balboa type of jogging outfit and go for a run. Uh, where where did you think he was gonna run to? Oh, I thought he, like he, I was just uh, like I don't know. I was just interested in like oh yeah, they're showing the the training aspect. Cool. Uh, I thought he was just gonna run into the city, and then automatically he's in the forest <laughs> by like this what what thousand year old like red oak like tree <laughs> that is yeah. Like, uh, he, I grew up with this tree. This great tree, over a thousand years old has watched over Baki since he was just a child. So th- this is what I'm looking forward to the most. Like, I've realized that I have watched and rewatched a lot of Baki, but this arc that's coming up, I don't think I've rewatched in a very long time. And so when he ran into the forest to go talk to a tree, I was surprised. Um, <laughs> I was like, why, why is he talking to the 1,000-year-old tree? Boy, you're a tough one. You've kept up with me from the very beginning. But is this, it's, is this common for his character? Like, I don't know much about Baki. <laughs> no, I've never. Well, he's never gone to a tree before. He, you know, his he he knows that guy who lives in the woods, and he knows a bunch of apes. Okay. Um, but I've never seen him at that tree before. Um, but I, I sort of intentionally avoid the the old stuff so that it can surprise me. Um, I guess I'll say it a different way. He doesn't go back to that tree anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> This tree I, I knew since I was a child. Yeah, it only gets one show. It only gets one episode, and it's a brief moment. Yeah. So he's not the only person at that tree. Um, joining him is our good friend, Muhammad Ali Jr. You caught that, right? Because you, you've listened to previous episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I, originally, I thought Muhammad Ali Jr. was the guy right next to him in the beginning of the... Uh, Oh, like Red fighting when they're yeah. narrating. Yeah, I didn't realize. But then, like the a big difference is that Muhammad that. Ali isn't Chinese. Um, it's probably the big <laughs> difference. Good point. Good point. Uh, but then when he started talking and all that, it was like, oh wait, maybe this is actually Muhammad. And then it was like him boasting about how we're gonna have to fight because I want to. I want to take you on. I want to fight you, Baki. But mm-hmm. Baki being like, uh, there's only one I don't want to fight, but there is only one person I do want to fight, and that's my father. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you got Muhammad Ali Jr. basically just telling him, was like, he'll kill you in the ring kind of thing. And he's just like, yeah, but I want to really put that, that 
the strongest man in the world uh, title he has to the test. And then Baki just kind of wanders in the forest as uh, as, as Ali Jr. Yeah, as you do. And Ali, Ali Jr. having this like monologue of how their fight eventually is going to come down. It's going to happen. Yeah, so we've now entered the Muhammad Ali Jr. portion of Baki. Um, I've I watched ahead a few episodes um, because I wanted to familiarize familiarize myself with what's coming. And oh man, I love this stuff. Um, it's the most insane roller coaster. And um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> just 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 well, yeah. wait until you listen to uh, the next few episodes. <laughs> well, you said uh, didn't you didn't you say? Uh... Uh, Kozu, didn't you say like eventually the whole tournament it just revolves now around Kozu or something like that? Kozue, uh, yeah, yeah. Kozue, Kozue, Kozue is going to play a big part in the next uh, Muhammad Ali Jr. arc, um, and then never appear again, to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's I was talking to Lindsay about this, but it's funny because I've always complained about like how Kozue is like a nothing character and like doesn't really get a lot to do, um, yeah. but then I realized that like moving forward like this was Kozue's arc like th- these two this whole podcast has been about the part of the show where i think Kozue matters the most and going forward <laughs> she's just um not gonna matter at all wow. um this show is really great on running it's a uh, female characters isn't it <laughs> yep <laughs> all right <laughs> well that was the episode so Editor Steve here. I'm just going to edit out some uh, sick sound effects. Could you have guessed that I was under the weather uh, recording and also editing this? You okay there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting over something. Oh, man. That's uh, fine. Winter it's time in the flu season, right? Ex- exactly. Um, so, Alex, you've now watched an episode of Baki. Do you think that it is a good show? I'm intrigued by it, that's for sure. Uh, I th- there's still a lot of things I don't know about the series. It was quite funny to like go into this really uh, like the tone halfway changed throughout this like the episode where it's like it's supposed to be a serious uh, kind of like final match in a way, mm-hmm. um, and then it goes to like this co- comedic like you know uh, joking about like martial arts and like death in general and it was like i did not see that coming <laughs> and then it goes right back on track being like okay we got to get to what people really want to see it and the end game and how it's leading up to the uh the final season of things i'm intrigued um and i i think i i want to maybe i don't know at least i think it's worth at least one season to see how it is uh but like hearing hearing some of the other podcasts and stuff like that it's like oh yeah i'm expecting it to be bonkers just like anime usually is yeah yeah and it's it's gonna keep (laughs) that up all right well thank you so much for coming on the show alex um thank you this was really fun yeah and hopefully i can get um another one out next week uh before i go on vacation but um so yeah that's all the Baki we've got to talkie. So I'll see you all next week. Friday.